Testing, testing, yes, 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 Welcome, guys. Welcome. We're going to be doing a weekly podcast. This is my guy, Darren, and I am Jack McVeigh from the Jack Jumpers. We barely know each other, but we've been, we've been texting, we've been reaching back and forth, and we wanted to create some content for the basketball junkies in Australia, NBL fans, uh, the growth of the game, and we want to tell our story and keep you guys up to date with what's going on in basketball in Australia. Darren, introduce yourself. Yeah, we're actually doing this. It's fun that we're um, kicking this thing off and... As you said, I think um, most people who start a podcast would be like, I don't know, close friends or just like talking about it for a while. But we thought we'd just jump into it. Like, why not? We both got a loose tie to, well, not a loose tie, but um, we're both tied to basketball in some way. Maybe some, you're a bit bigger than mine, but that's fine. Um, you're the star of the show here. But yeah, we thought we'd just jump into it. Um, yeah, you said introduce myself, but Actually, a fun way to do it is you give me what you know about me and I'll do the same for you just to make it, you know, just get stuck into it. Yeah, that's cool. Well, what I know about you is almost nothing. Been working with the NBL for multiple years now. Uh, does a lot to do with the media and a background in digital, digital art and, uh, and, and that sort of thing. And that's about as much as I know. Nailed it. Nailed it, I'd say. All, all accurate pieces of information, which is good. Um, what I know about you? Well, yeah, working at the NBL, I guess it's pretty obvious, some stuff. But, you know, started Adelaide, um, now with Tassie, the almighty Jack Jumpers, which we um, have come to grow and love last season. Um, what are you, 26? Have I got that right? Yep, on the money. How no. old are you? I got no idea. Take a step. People always get this one wrong, by the way. So just uh, just think wisely and then just go for it. This is tough. I'm now 25. 25. See, people always think I'm younger, but I'm 29. So there you nice. go. There we go. There we go. That's the main details. But yeah, we're, we're just doing this thing. We're um, excited to jump into it. And what's happening there? Yeah, let's start us off with the Jack Jumpers update. Uh, well, pretty much preseason's been rolling around. We've been going for two weeks now. Intense. Uh, I personally haven't been going live because of my shoulder with the boomers injury dislocated it, tore my labrum, but we've been getting back. I've been working out. Now I'm playing one-on-one, two-on-two, having fun with that. We've got the whole team together. And tomorrow, uh, which will be a Friday the 2nd, uh, we'll be driving up north and spending a week in North Tassie doing promos, working out, playing Southeast Melbourne. Uh, you know, full steam ahead. The, the train has started. Give us some, I was going to ask, give us some background on some of the new guys. Like, i got to be honest, I don't really know too much about Rashad Kelly and Milton Doyle. But I was going to say, like, yeah, tell us what you've sort of found out about them this past couple of weeks. Yeah, that's cool. Rashad Kelly is hilarious. He's yeah. He plays the four spot, super athletic, moves incredible. He's got a handle, loves passing the ball and and me and him have been connecting earlier. It's, it's been fun, fun getting to know him. Uh, big energy. He's got a kid uh, who, who is not coming over. Uh, so we'll be back at home and, uh, 
And then Milton is almost opposite, a little quiet, sharp shooter. His family is here. He's got two beautiful kids. Um, so we're getting to know them and introducing them to the other families. And, and he's tough. He, he's smooth, always under control. Uh, Silky Butter, we're still thinking of nicknames. Uh, I like <laughs> Millhouse or Mentos. So they're the two ones I'm trying to convince everyone to keep it rolling, but he's not a big fan of both of those. So, How so does... it's been good getting to know those guys and introducing them to the team and the group and making sure they're having fun with everybody. What, are, what is Mentos all about? Is, what is, does that even, is there a backstory or what? Or is it just because, I don't know. Well, Milton is his name. And then I'd be, I don't know why, just Miltos be coming off my tongue. I mean, every time I'd be like, I want him to be calling him Miltos. Uh, and then I was like, oh, and then I was like, Mentos, because he's smooth, you know, <laughs> his jump shot's nice. I was like, we can make it work. It hasn't stuck yet, but I'm going to keep uh, letting it fly. And hopefully, you know, someone will pick it up somewhere or he doesn't mind it. So we can work with that. I feel like in the NBL, we need some more nicknames that stick. The only one I ever think of is like, oh, I think uh, our social media team came up with like Finn, uh, Finn Diesel, of course, out of the league now, but Yep. Laney, we're going to miss you, whatever you... I think he's in Germany now. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think for me, one of the greatest uh, NBL nicknames that I've been around is Daniel Johnson, uh, Saucy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like the big source of Saucy. And That's... he was... I didn't hear... I don't think for the three years I was in Adelaide, I don't think I heard anyone call him anything but Sauce. And the, pretty much the, the origin for that is just his jump shot is so smooth. You know, he's silky in the in the post. So... I like that name, uh, Saucy, for sure. Jeez, I, was, I, I thought you were about to um, drop your own nickname there. Well, I don't know. Actually, I think I remember you saying once that you wish you could change your Instagram handle now. You don't like that anymore? Or have you come around back to it? Jack yeah, no, I'm, I'm not certain. I, I've tried to change my Instagram handle multiple times. Yeah. But the blue tick, like, it's like, I tried to get in contact with them. And I was like, yeah, it's just not even worth, worth the effort. Uh, but... Some people like it. I don't mind it if people call me it, but I, I wish my Instagram was just Jack McVay. Hey, so, like the announcer down here calls me Smiling Assassin, and I think that's pretty cool. That, that's one I like a lot. I'm like, I can get around that. That's not bad. Is that um those two young blokes? I think, are they the ones that do the court announcing as well? I, I remember I was down there for the like game two of the grand final maybe. And that was yeah. like the one sprinting around courtside. I'm not sure if it's the same people, but. Yeah, yeah no, nah, they weren't the ones that gave me the nickname though. I can't remember exactly who or where the origin started, but it's been a little thing down here and I've been enjoying it. Lovely, lovely. Um, yeah, well, the NBL season is it's right around the corner. It's just going to kick off with the Blitz in Darwin, of course. Um, I was going to, I've jotted down a few, um, I guess of the signings or the, the people or the teams that intrigue me is there anyone that's caught your eye like any of the i uh, just actually just exclude tazzy for now but any of the other uh, any of the other guys that you're kind of excited to come up against or anything like that well i think what's been awesome especially in recent years is how the strain talent's been coming back to the nbl and i think it's been incredible like we have guys like ryan broke off coming back we had delhi coming back last year and then obviously the big the big aussie name in baines coming back this year is exciting. You know, it goes to show the level of competition in the NBL where guys don't want to go to Europe anymore. They want to, they want to stay in Australia and, and play Australian hoops. And so it'll be fun to see Baines playing up there, like in the pick and roll with Sobe, uh, you know, whether he's popping, hitting threes or being a monster down low, that'll definitely be a matchup I'm looking forward to. And I'll definitely be getting to the front of that because if he throws it in, I don't know if there's many people stopping him in the league. So 
it'll be cool to see Baines going going to work and what he brings to the league as a whole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that he's gone to Brisbane as well. Just like give them something. I like more eyes on Brisbane, the better in that in that kind of sense. Like, and I just hope we get to see like him and Sobe and all that kind of healthy and gelling yep. together. And if they can get like a consistent season, I reckon they're yeah, they could be anything really. But it's exciting. Um, 100%. Was, what's what's uh what's who's someone you're looking forward to seeing in the league? I was I was more when I was thinking about this. It's kind of like. I was thinking about some of the imports, especially the ones that have like moved teams. And I, I was at Melbourne's practice the other day and those three imports, um, XRM, Jordan Caroline and Rajon Tucker, had a lot of energy down there. So I was like, yeah, I was like pretty, sometimes when you're just there and you just hear them sort of, where there was like barking at each other or hyping yeah. each other up, there was like, it was a big, big mood down there. So I reckon yeah. they're going to be better than I think. Yeah, that's cool better than some think but besides from that another input that um Jarrell Brantley in New Zealand yeah um I'm a jazz fan myself so I've seen uh, bits and pieces of him when he was doing his thing there but for some reason everything I've heard um we actually shout out the the huddle the NBL podcast we just finished recording with Modi Mayor and they said um he said that Jarrell Brantley the moment he stepped on the floor he just like took took over as kind of like a leader yeah. So that, uh, that was kind of exciting to see. So, yeah, no, that is really cool. That's cool. It's, I tell you what, the qualities of imports, even from when I signed, uh, for about to be my fifth season, has increased drastically. And, you know, we're getting NBA guys now in the league and guys that run that verge of one year playing in the NBA, NBL, NBA. And it's, it's pretty, it's exciting to be a part of. Yeah, it really is. And obviously, it's obviously we'd, we're going to say that being involved, but it actually is. And all you have to do is like, look around and see what other people have to say about the league and sort of like some of the eyeballs and stuff that yeah. we're getting. Um, it's exciting. But um, another name that fits into that, speaking of Brizzy, Tyler Johnson, of course, he's always, it's always interesting when a guy like that comes over and um, people are going to expect a lot, but I feel like it's just exciting to see what he can do out there. Yeah, for sure. NBL's no joke. And, uh, you know, we've been saying that for a couple of years now, but imports can come over and some of them thrive and some of, some of them don't. And, the physicality of the league takes some time to adjust to. And, you know, you saw it even in our imports last year from the beginning half to the second half, uh, guys at first half wanting calls, you know, struggling with some of the physicality to the end, thriving in it. And it take it has that little bit of adjustment time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, have you been paying much attention to the NBL One finals at all? Yeah, definitely. The NBL One finals have been really cool. It's been yeah, awesome. Yeah. Obviously, you got like a lot of NBL guys playing in it, a lot of mm -hmm. friends. Uh, I mean, we got two in the Jack Jumpers right now in Bearstow and, and Semi Mac uh, about to head to the NBL South Grand Final. Gold Coast game uh, playoffs was awesome. And I'd mm -hmm. say they're probably the two main leagues I follow and the Adelaide League, the NBL Central. Um, but it's been cool. What about yourself? Yeah, I was, I was going to say the, the first thing I thought of when I thought of NBL One Finals was all the, the Gold Coast stuff that came out. Like, they just seem like they have a great vibe down there and, like, all the photographers and videographers, they seem like they have a pretty cool, like, community yep. at the moment. Um, people seem to be getting around them, which is obviously great. But um, I didn't know much about um, DJ Mitchell before he sort of signed on. I don't know if you know anything about him, but stuff like that is cool, like, when they actually do like they come to the NBL one and do their thing and get attention and it kind of gets put in their face and you're like, maybe this dude can become something. So did you know? Yeah, much no, definitely. He can hoop. He's impressed me. Uh, there's not many like big men in Australia in general that can provide athleticism. 
Yeah. And, and he can provide that in the Australian spot and he can shoot it. So, you know, obviously it's the same thing we talked about before with physicality in terms of the league, but if he can step in and hit, hit down those shots and, and be athletic, be grab rebounds, provide rim presence, then that's tough. Like there's not many Aussies that can do that on all levels. And so I think he's exciting. I think he's 25 years old and had a great NBL one stint coming back. So NBL one, yeah, NBL one stint coming back. So it'll be cool to see what he does this year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, speaking of NBL one, did have you seen? Have you been following uh, sort of what Quartnoy has been saying out there? Yeah, definitely. I think everyone was talking about that. That drew a bit of attention. Uh, everyone was tuned in for those Gold Coast games. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely. You, everyone was chatting what they thought about it. Yeah, yeah. What do you? Um, I have a feeling. I'm, I'm, I know what you're gonna you're gonna think of it, but he's just an example. What did he say? So he. To set the scene for this one, he, I think, I believe he had like Sydney Kings commitments. Um, and then, so he couldn't play game one of their three game series. Yep, they were in preseason. Yep, yep, that's right. Um, yeah, so he missed game one. And then I believe, what's his team? The uh, Sunshine Coast, I believe. Yep. yep, yep. So they went down and then I think he put it on his Instagram, maybe it's an Instagram story um congrats on your first and only win of the finals and then added gold coast rollers and then he just left it ad left it as just know there's a different animal coming for you game two hope you're ready i did yeah. not find that at all well first first off it's uh, with the results it's tough it's <laughs> yeah. tough you know gold coast is a very good team they play the two three zone and then you got kadi who in the off season is tough maybe the best player in the country um, you know, he's shooting it well, Tanner Krebs uh, and then Mitchell, they, and they got a lot of nice pieces around them. So, you know, maybe a little bit of, a little bit of that talk backfired. Uh, that's what I think, especially in terms of when you're trying to win these games, you don't want to give these teams any more fuel than what they've got, especially on a back-to-back -back night. And I, I loved, I loved Jason Kadee's uh, post-game interview. Mm. I thought that was really awesome. The way he went about it, <clears throat> he said there's levels. And I think that is a cool part of seeing the NBL one and NBL guys in, in it because you see the different levels. It's hard to ex explain to some people the difference in an NBL one player to an NBL guy, uh, but there's levels to it. And Kadi went out there and showed that and, and the Gold Coast Rollers did. And, and it's tough. Shout out to my guy, Bell Williams, though, who, who's hooping, who won a championship in NBL Central last year with me. He was doing his thing, but... Gold Coast was the best team in the comp all season long and the best team in the comp in the grand final. So they they handled their business. No talk yeah. it was cool. I think um I think you make a really good point about um because I didn't really like I saw the Jason Kadi a few of his comments, but just yeah, that whole thing about saying there's levels to this. And then I think he kept expanding on that in maybe like his championship Instagram post or something like that. But even 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 if stuff back does backfire, like the the no comments and of course it's always about the circumstance and i'm pretty sure he put he went through like a big training session that morning and then like straight away went to play anyway so there's all situations to this but at the end of the day it's entertaining and that's what we love so um 100 we got two jobs here we got we got to entertain people then we got to win basketball games and we definitely accomplished one of those for sure <laughs> just just one of them, but no. Yeah, it's good. I think, I think it's good. We all love hey, it. had everyone tuned into the game. That's that's a hundred percent. 
it's actually a very good point. I don't mind doing it purely to get more eyeballs, purely to get more engagement. Um, but yeah, he obviously has a ton of confidence as well, which, which, and it sets the scene for his um his NBL season with Sydney anyway. So sure, hundred percent, and helped him win MVP of the NBL North. I was gonna say it's not like he did. Uh, it's not like he had a bad season. He did win no, MVP. He did. He even played that well, pretty well in that game anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just a quick. I just had jotted down here, just a quick shout out, Lauren Jackson, just doing her thing at 41 years old. What well, she signed with the Southside Flyers and the WNBL now, just just kicking goals. That's it. Nah, awesome shout out because her little journey, I think everyone's been following when they saw she came back for the NBL East and was dropping like 30 and 30 games. And everyone was like, what is going on? Like, sit down, you've done your thing. You don't need to do it anymore. Next thing you know, she's hooping for the Opals and she's back just as good as she was and it's an awesome story she clearly missed the game and she's still got enough in the tank to go out there and dominate it's, like, it's actually crazy like when you think about it like i remember when i first heard that she was coming back or whatever it's just like i don't know like how good can she be at this age and then like you said she's from the day dot she stepped into that nvl one east team it's like ah, fair enough you still got it <laughs> for sure another quick shout out got it today because it was news today uh, one old head shout out to David Barlow. Mm. Uh, I remember watching some video of how athletic he was back in the day. Uh, he was tough, you know, still was tough. He was one of the strongest dudes in the league. I never liked playing against him. He'd be denying me at the, at the three point line. I could not move. I'm like, ref, help me, please, please. That was a great video of me driving last year. And I tried to hit him with a Euro step and I hit him. And when I, I crumbled, into the ground and he just stood there i think i made a noise i went oh and, and so shout out to him on an incredible career uh i think straight into a coaching role yep yeah that's a great call actually Even cooler yeah great call um yeah good shout out there i was gonna ask if you have any memories playing against him but sounds like he was just a, a strong dude that did his thing for a very long time and <laughs> definitely I, I didn't want any wrestling matches there I'm really, I'm really underselling his career right there by just calling him a strong dude, but yeah. yeah, very good player. I've actually, um, there's been a few people now, let's take away the height and some of the muscle, but some people have said, I look like Dave Barlow. So just a fun fact to throw out. I <laughs> can see fun. it. I, I like that call. I like that call. Just a, just a fun fact. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something in it, but um, yeah, that, that is a good shout out right there. Now, we thought it would be good to have some fun with this one, um, a little segment just called Rate or Hate, and pretty much it's just just throwing some random things to the other one, see what they think, start a bit of a, a debate around it, but you got you got some for me? Yep, I've got three lined up for you, ready to go. Boom, go. Hit okay, me. I'll hit you with the first one, uh, TikTok. Well, that's a good one, actually. Um, I think now I rate it. When it first came out, I was like, because when it first came out, it was like the, um, I don't know, people were just associated with dancing and sort of kids, essentially. Yep. But now it's really become like adults are on it. You can't really deny that. Um, and it, it's actually like, it gives you knowledge about things. Like they're actually, he's like sort of like a more mature side to it than I think people realize. So I'll give that a big thumbs up. Nice, nice. Hit me with one now. Uh, actually, what do you think of TikTok? I'm going to throw yeah. it back at you. Yeah, yeah, I, I rate. Mine, I re no, I rate TikTok. Uh, it had a weird rep at the start because people would see the dancing videos, but I think anyone that's hating on it is like there was someone before hating on Instagram when it was created, and they're still on Facebook. So someone before that was hating on Facebook and still on MySpace. 
And so it's the evolution of it. They did something different. They created an algorithm, which is elite, but also dangerous. Mm. And, you know, TikTok can be extremely addicting uh, in, in that field. So it's got to be something we got to be careful of. But in terms of growing a brand, what you want to use it for, uh, what they've done as a platform is pretty incredible. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Well said. Um, now, my first one, bit controversial, bit controversial. So I'm just going to throw this one at you. Um, so initially, did you rate or hate the Jack Jumper's name? Wow. I know. We're going, we're going straight into it. It's we'll a great go. question. That's a great yeah. question. Just the, just the name Jack Jumpers only. That's, that's the only part. Well, I remember, I remember where I was when it got named because we were sitting around the, the Adelaide. Uh, uh, we'd finished practice or something and all the boys were joking around. We might have been at lunch. And the, the name came out and everyone's like, what's this? What's this? Like, this is this, this name. What the, like, I, I don't get it. And I stood up. I said, listen, guys, I like it because I could be there next year and <laughs> I could be the franchise player named Jack. And so the joke, the joke, I might have told the future a little bit or whatever it might be. Uh, but I was having some fun with this. So I got to say, I, I, how many people get to play uh, for a team? that uh is called jack or jack jumpers and so i get around the jackies for sure and seeing what they've done with it obviously changes it but i rated it from the start oh yeah i, I was gonna say that doesn't i know everyone will think yeah you're obviously you're gonna say yes but i had a feeling you'd say yes regardless i reckon you would have said yes even if you weren't on their team yeah i don't know why, I don't know why it's something different but yeah i gotta be honest. i have a little I have a little story yeah. so now like pretty much most of us most people in tasmania know who we are and but i'd rocked up week one and we had to go get our medical done you know to make sure just you know if you're a new player make sure we haven't got asthma or stuff like that get our check so i rock up to the doctors and i get taken in and the doctor there thought i was in for a jack jumpers test which was there was a currently being a clinic done on jack jumper bite patients and they were wow. taking tests so it was halfway through doing all these tests that I mentioned basketball and she was so confused, <laughs> hadn't heard of the Jack jumpers and thought she was studying a patient uh, on how people react to getting bitten by the Jack jumper ants. So we've definitely come very far from my first week here in Tassie. That is something else. Now, yeah, I was going to say, you've really, you've really turned the name around in a sense. I'm sure people won't be making that mistake, but I got I got to admit, I was, when I first heard it, I was like, but I, I didn't know what to think of it, but I will say um, from the branding, from the, obviously everything you guys did last season, I think it's sort of like a perfect name now because it's, it's different, but it's like, like Tassie's different. Yep. So I think, I think it works really well. Oh, you're, Let me you're hit up. You with one. You're up. The new MBL playoffs. Oh, close to home. We're, we're going, we're going like controversial here. No, not really. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think I think trying new things is always got to be rewarded. Um, but I guess time will tell. Like I feel like I, I actually think I know it's obviously NBA did something similar. But when NBA announced it, I feel like people were skeptical. But as soon as it came to the actual time um, where there was like more teams competing and like the yeah, like the playing games or whatever, I think I feel like people loved it because it was just like. It's a do or die game. Like who doesn't love that? So yeah, I rate it. Yeah, nice. I rate the change. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think for me, I rate it too. 
I love at the end of the day, we're entertainment and fans love must win basketball games. Mm. And it puts two more must win basketball games in the schedule where it's do or die, go home or advance. And so for that, fans are going to be rewarded. Uh, definitely puts a huge importance on coming top two, uh, where top two is a massive difference and they may be coming third or fifth. Isn't that huge of a difference? But uh, in terms of fan viewership, I think they're going to love it. Yeah, I reckon you're right there. Um, I was actually going to ask you whether you rated or hated court noise comments, but you already said, we already agreed on that one. Boom. Yeah. Um, my next one, as we don't know each other that well, and for some reason, I still don't understand why people are so passionate about this topic, but pineapple on pizza, does it belong? What is your, what is your take? Is uh, it a good way to get to know each other? I don't no, know. I like it. Cause I was about to hit you with the, one similar afterwards. I hate it. Wow. Get that pineapple off my pizza. Let me eat it by itself. No, thank you very much. I'm trying to put some pepperoni and cheese and chicken and keep it simple so i've got to say boo x x I, the, what about yourself i reckon I, i'd go as far to say as it is the best part about a pizza <laughs> like i'm not i'm not just saying that i'm not just saying it's a bit different i genuinely love it like it gives it that it just tops it off perfectly well, like you i need you to know we can still make this work because me and my partner beth are doing great and when she goes to a restaurant or when she orders pizza, she asks for extra pineapple. Wow. I, I, yeah, I generally, it, it is a very good element of the Hawaiian pizza. But I'm glad we got that out of the way. It's very, very important. Very important. Yeah, my last one for you is hair gel. Jeez. Doesn't that feel like something that was like a, a 10 year, years ago thing? I don't know. I feel like when I was in high school, everyone used to do that. You know how everyone used to like gel up the front bit only? Yeah. That's the only thing I think about when I think about hair gel that hasn't like wax or something out outlasted it or isn't that? Oh, well, let's go. Same same question. Hair gel slash wax. Hair, say, hair product. Hair product. Hair like, yeah. You, yeah. Hair mm -hmm. products for looks would be the question then. I don't, I think it just really depends. I'm going to really sit on the fence there. It just depends who you are, whether you want natural, whether you, if you do it well, if you own it. And what about yourself? Do you do you use it? No, I I used to a fair bit actually. I used to a yeah. fair bit, and then I just went for natural, and I was like, this makes me feel more comfortable. So, nice. <laughs> this is nice. I like it. Good good topic there. Um, I'm gonna stick on the same food theme here, food slash beverage. Um, actually, what's your take? I'm sure it's just similar. If you want to do I it, hate it. Food. Oh, passion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. Listen. I don't, I've never used it. I Maybe I used it when I was 12 to get, give myself some spiked up little hair. But for me personally, I hate it. I don't, I let people do whatever they're going to do, but I'm not a big fan. My boy, uh, Josh Majette though, is, is the hair gel king. So like make sure you guys, when you're watching him play, notice that his hair does not move because he's looking sharp. So look I love it. I love it on Jet, hate it on McVay. That's actually a decent point because I feel like he's one of those players that, if you if you actually analyze his hair during the game, it would not move very much, would it? No, it doesn't. He, he yeah. never gets frazzled on the court and his hair never gets frazzled on the court either. That is a very good line. And Jack McVeigh just dropping secrets about his team right about now. Um, yeah. Wait, was it my turn? Yeah, last one. Yeah, sticking on the food theme, this one isn't as, you know, whatever, but controversial. 
Um, but when you get, are you a coffee man? No. Oh. Well, this is just irrelevant. And I was just going to ask if once you get your coffee, like given to you, like a takeaway coffee, um, when it's like basically when it's room temperature or just above, would you like rate it or hate it? I, I'm just going to like the fact that you don't drink coffee. I'm just going to say I hate when it's like warm and you basically feel like you have to scull that thing before yeah. you get back to the office or whatever. But, you know, you're not a coffee man. So give me hey, learning coffee. things about each other. Yeah, that's it. Give me my coffee hot. That's all I'm saying. That's what I like to hear. Well, we're going to do a grateful segment each week as, as we've been talking about. Started from my Twitter. Uh, pretty much when I was logging on Twitter, I was always like, wow, this is a negative space and bad for my mental health. So I was like, I'm never using Twitter again. I'm just going to start chucking up random things I'm grateful for and kind of take the piss out of Twitter. And, you know, I did it for a couple of weeks and I had some fun and some people noticed. So we're going to do weekly something we're grateful for. And this week, definitely it's been noticeable for me. Um, I've been injured now and getting closer to back, but I'm grateful for people that have battled through injuries and come back. I would say this is my first ever time that I've really gone through it and the frustration, the mental battles, like, you know, the, the extra time you spend in, the incredible support stuff, but definitely grateful and shout out to all those athletes that have battled some injuries and come back and, and um, you know, and fighting that good fight because it's a different part of sport and sometimes it doesn't get the recognition it needs to know. And shout out to Jock Perry, who's, who's rehabbing right now as we speak. Love it. Love it. I think it's a very good point. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm speaking from a fan perspective, but when you see any player sort of go down, let alone one of your favorites, you just like, it's like, it, it's actually painful as a fan, let alone you guys actually having to go through it. So I think it's a good shout, like just the, the grind and especially the mental side that you guys would have to go through just waiting, waiting, waiting. Then I imagine like any minuscule setback feels like a massive one. And it's kind of just like, you just want to get back to normal, but yeah, hundred percent miss playing the game, doing what we love. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. What am I grateful for? So my one, I was just going to go with grateful for opportunities. So I'll elaborate on that a bit more, but essentially, um, Last week, I think it was, I got the opportunity to meet Shaq, which, look, it's not even that big a deal because I feel like the rest of Australia met Shaq. He was everywhere. Actually, was I don't everywhere. think he didn't come down, down to Tassie, did he? Sadly, he didn't. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was just going to, grateful for, and then uh, I think a few months back or a month or so back, um, we had an opportunity to shoot with Seth Curry as well. So just grateful for meeting these people. Like I know not everyone gets these opportunities and sometimes you don't want to, like you don't want to come across like you're bragging that you get to do it a well, do uh, see these people and meet these people or anything like that. But I think it's important to like reflect on, um, yeah, being grateful for actually getting the opportunity to do so. So that's epic stuff. What what did you do with Shark? Or did you just meet him, or did you get to work with him? It was just like a yeah, pretty much a meet and greet. Pretty much a yeah, meet nice. and greet. Um, got to like yeah, take some photos, film some stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's just funny being around those those guys that are obviously literally larger than life but yeah it's just always interesting what they're like so yeah, yeah definitely. it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. yeah he he was everywhere and did a great job promoting the game of basketball yeah it's a wrap um hope you enjoy what myself and jack brought to you today but yeah we're just gonna keep on getting this thing rolling keep on um hopefully producing more and more episodes and honestly just chopping it up like we both love hoops but there's a lot more outside of the game that um we can discuss on and chat about and 
get to know each other because that's at the end of the day it's probably what we need to do a bit more of so it's been fun 100 percent. we'll be we'll be doing these weekly or bi-weekly depends on how the nbl season and schedule's going whether i'm in darwin for two weeks and we're unable to film one or we're catching up after it uh well i'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think make sure you shoot us a message on things you love things you didn't like uh leave you know reach out because that's what it's all about it's about growing the game of basketball letting you guys know a little bit about our lives what goes on maybe at the nbl level in terms of media or and at the nbl level in terms of players and that's what this is for and and us uh, getting to know each other boom yeah love it i think that's a good point like yeah honestly just let us know what you like like if you if you want more of the analysis stuff or just like talking hoops or you want more insight into what's going on in the jack jumpers just you know just comment that's what we, that's what we're here to do here to have fun and get feedback 100 percent That was cool, man.